Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to get these doggies. They're out of the pan. We got to get them back in the in pan. In the pen, In the sure, pan. We got to get them over to the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, June 18th, 2022, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Come and check out all the shows that you love on the last podcast network. We'll be in front of you in our meat space, and we cannot wait to entertain you and have a great time. But for those of you that can't come in person, go to momenthouse.com slash LPOTL and buy your live stream ticket. Yes. yes. You too can watch us perform our jangly country jamboree from the nudity of your couch. Absolutely fantastic. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you so much for your support. And we are so excited to be at the OG Grand Old Opry. Yeah! Hail yourselves! Technically, this is the opposite of not only how I feel currently, but how I feel in my everyday life as a hashtag Leo. I do have cellophane, Mr. Cellophane, shut up in my name, Mr. (laughs) Cellophane, because you can look right through me, walk right by me, and never know I'm there. I think about John C. Riley. I think about John C. Riley in a clown costume. Yes, it is from Chicago. Yes, I'm a musical theater person. Oh my God. You didn't know. I am insufferable. Yes. And welcome to page seven. And I, oh, I just love just through the Mr. Cellophane. Oh, did it just stop the banging? The dirge like banging that was going on underneath, which um, I think it actually adds to if the song. If you hear some, uh, Jackie described it as dungeon like. If you hear some dungeon. <laughs> Like rhythmic thumping coming from my end. It is not what it, a dungeon like rhythmic thumping could be. In a I good wish way. it were rhythmic humping, though, and it was just you just trying to make love to a robot. Or yeah. rhythmic dumping, just you taking <laughs> shits to uh, Beyonce's new track. Am I right, everybody? Oh. It's not shit, though. I like it. Well, it sounds like me. you're I talking like it's shit. Praising oh, shit. I'm so afraid to invoke the name because of uh, her shit. Who has a more intense fandom than uh, Beyonce? I mean, truly. Is the, is the beehive not? Because I, I was thinking about this when I was listening to the song and reading these articles, but and sorry to immediately switch gears to it, but it's Beyonce day, y'all. Um, 
but uh, I, you know, you could almost argue T Swift, but not. I don't think those fans even hold a candle to the ferocity, the ra- the rabies induced. <laughs> is it an ongoing feud between Tay fans and mm. Bay fans about who's? No, I mean, if anything, it'd be like Yay fans uh, and T Sway fans, mm, but yeah. uh, Bin Yay fans, which is what I call Bunya- uh, Beyonce <laughs> fans, Bin Yay fans. <laughs> Uh, are, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that they're just, they're on the streets. To me, in my head, the beehive is like the movie The Warriors. Come out. They're just on the streets with bats and like, yeah, Beyonce, I'm about to play. (laughs) Yay. And they're just walking around, yeah, with the beer bottles and the fingers clanking and clanking. Wow, a lot of sense. Who is on the top (laughs) of, if I'm looking at a poll of the most toxic fan bases in music, you too. Oh yeah! Is up Whoa! There. You too! You too! But they're all a bunch of tired old dads. I don't even know. They're they're ferocious. Holden, everybody listening to you too out there. We've got Cardi B on the list. We've got Nicki Minaj on the list. Have Drake on the list. Have DJ Khaled mm. on the list. Have Kanye on the list. But then, well, the problem with DJ Khaled is is those fans are drying out all the women of the country, right? Because they all refuse to eat pussy and they're all just gross in general, right? <laughs> so Joel is on the list. How dare you? Yes, well, Henry and I did aggressively sing New York State of Mind and when he did shout out Jamaica, Queens, we did went like, yes, we're from there. Um, yeah. We did do that. I think that's more of a New Yorker thing by proxy thing. Mm. Just it happens that I mean New York is like his, you know, main hub and so I think they're just a, a, a violent people. Go, you know, you, you got to go through this list. And in addition to thinking about the Zabrowski's, you have to think about the person you dated who has been the most insufferable fan of each of these mm, things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody right. has dated somebody who insisted that they listen to a U2 CD, like their favorite mm-hmm. U2 album. You know, everyone has dated somebody who was passionate about Billy Joel. Well, we've talked about this on Wisdom the Bruiser because, you know, we deal in fandom, right? But this is kind of breaking outside of music and I we can keep it in music. But, you know, well, first of all, Tool no- notoriously has terrible fans, which is a shame because I really do like Tool a lot, but their fans Tool are is terrible. not on this list. Really? Yeah, that's a weird... I don't like this you list, You don't like this list. Yeah, this list is racist. How many times have I heard of a Cardi B fan like <laughs> be coming know. at me That's the thing. Cardi B fans are fine. Yeah, I, or, I, my main issue with the list is that Cardi B is on it. It's, it's more not like, my oh, list, I promise. <laughs> like... Yeah, what's what are Nicki Minaj's fans even called? Like, you know what I mean? I don't even know what the are menagerie. they menagerie. It has to be the menagerie. The better be the menagerie. Or the menage a trois. Yes. Right? Well, then this is just dumb. This is just another. Where are they coming up with the optics to find yeah. this out? I'm talking about like if you invoke the name and and connect it to a negative descriptor, <laughs> they come at you, bro. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, and I will say like the Lamley, we are not to be fucked with. We're talking about Lamley. We're talking about Mariah Carey over here. Because yeah. her little lambs, I tell you what. You her don't want to fuck with the Lamley. Yeah, exactly. You mess with the lamb, you'll be counting sheep in no time. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, you're going to sleep. You're going to, <laughs> go to sleep. Peaceful. They put you to sleep, bitch. They'll put your ass to fucking sleep by fucking playing a flute or whatever like Lizzo. Peaceful. Reading you a story. <laughs> Tucking you in. <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, I just don't know. I think the beehive is like, and and, and no greater uh, situation than now with the rollout of this new album. You're seeing the hype, tr- like 
Twitter was it was ominous. Like that was the thing. It wasn't even like fuck yeah, new album. It was like prepare for the beatdown, bitches. Beyonce's yeah, back, you fuck. It's, it's true. Scary. It was like you better not say anything about this fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were talking about Beyonce's seventh album, Renaissance, that will be dropping soon. Um, one of these songs has already been released, and it really is. It is covered in some sort of. Man, maybe it has something to do with the dirge-like sounds coming from the office that you're in, MJ. Maybe it's just like in preparation of like, you will be different after this album. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, so this first track, I, I think it's kind of cool. It's great. She's definitely, it's, it sounds like she's trying to play with genre a lot. And this is obviously like CNC Music Factory, like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, definitely you should be voguing to this music, mm-hmm. like for sure. And people were talking about, I'm taking this to the fucking gym today. Like very, very that, right? Sweaty abs. That's what you see, right? Oh, yeah. Big dick fucking oh, fucking yeah. a snowman. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Just, it's a cold dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. That snowman gonna fall apart. Snowman's yeah, gonna, gonna break make apart. It melt. Snowman's just like, hurt me, daddy. <laughs> you know, it's a talking snowman or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. the hat off of it and yeah, then it's just a pile of water and it fucking falls apart dude it is the real deal uh, <laughs> but, but it sounds like that's just the beginning like I think that this whole thing is gonna be very up like it's just kind of I feel bad for Gaga because I feel like her last album this is like what she wanted the rollout to be because Romantica. everyone's ready to party again yeah it was too bad yeah she put an album out like way, right in the thick of we are literally not allowed to party and it was this big like dance hall party thing it was made right? to be sweaty and danced to in a club of some sort where you yeah. can't get a drink and you are very dehydrated that's and, what chromatica and, was built for and we couldn't yes. have it yeah couldn't have it then and then the moment passed and like who's trying to be like that's you know what i mean who's trying to remember tiger king or whatever the fuck what <laughs> who wants to listen to the music that reminds you of the very early yeah. days reminds you of like i should jerk off oh, i already did it you know what i mean that like, <laughs> kind of vibe right but break my soul is already coming out but i think we're gonna get a lot of different um genres uh throughout this album which is fun so i think this is just the first like bam here's some fucking 90s dance club you know workout you know jock jams that yeah, exactly, that's what it is. It's interesting. It is very different than than all of th- than certainly than more, her other recent work, which is so experimental. That's a really good point. When Holden. she said she's getting out of, or at least from what I gathered from this, it's getting out of the um, like kind of internal and like more um, seeking. What is the word for seeking change? MJ, we're trying to change activism, the big activism, or less activist, more. Fucking fuck, fuck something. Weird guy yeah. In the yeah, yeah. Get that snowman. <laughs> yeah, get that snowman, son. Honestly, and a lot of the merch that is going along with Renaissance reminds me. This I'm about to have a holding moment immediately after. What's the the movie where all the metal balls and it becomes I love this sludge? Metal and, ball man. Okay, there's metal balls. It becomes sludge. It covers them. Is it the Matrix? Are there metal ball balls town. that are actually ball liquid in the goes Matrix? To- what? Metal Alenica. Yep, it's Metal Alenica. <laughs> that is exactly what I was referring to. I'm referring to the offshoot sludge? band from Metallica. Oh, yes. Give us more. Let me actually try to figure this out. Metal balls that turn. <laughs> I want to say it's like Matrix or the Terminator. Like, I feel like it's, I see metal Terminator. balls of like 
pussy sludge that roll and then they like cut, they like turn into a person robot. Oh, like Mercury? Are you describing yes, Mercury? Yes, like Mercury. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say a movie. Well, yes, uh, but also Mercury acts like this sludge pus metal. Yeah, I didn't solve the mystery. I just got a I just got a more a slightly I think more accurate description of the material the, she's describing. I'm gonna go with the abyss. I'm yeah, go maybe with the it abyss. could be like the abyss or like sphere. Maybe it's like uh, like, yeah. like the the metal that makes up a fake Sam Neill in sphere. No, that's her vent horizon. I always confuse the two of them. Anyway, I know it. Chromatica. <laughs> Chromatica. I am yeah. talking about Renaissance merch from Beyonce. And no, there is no turkey legs involved. Um, that's like the Renaissance festival. I'm going to let you live in that. I'm going to let you live in that. I'm just not going to react. In that, just that that's moment of silence before Holden and I spoke where you, where you said the turkey leg thing and no one knew what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> the Renaissance Fair. Something tells me that Renaissance is not going to have anything to do with any Renaissance fairs, and I say that's already a loss for Beyonce fans. But the metal mercury that I was referring to that turns into a man robot in some sort of movie that I can't remember <laughs> reminds me of the merchandise that is being sold that is a, that's mystery merchandise yeah. for Beyonce fans that people, it's already sold sold out. Nobody knows what the t-shirt looks like. Nobody knows what the posters look like. Nobody knows anything about it. It's being sold as this. It makes me think of a monolith mm -hmm. from 2001 Space Odyssey, yeah. which I would love to have a monolith in my home. Don't get me wrong if it's going, especially going to bring us into a, a new age of discovery, but I don't know if that's what this merchandise is going to provide. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of baller. First of all, it's they're going to get whatever it is anyway, so it's, I don't feel like, how dare they not show them what it is? Like, they, yeah, these fans, oh, yeah. these fans are ravenous. I mean, scary. I literally watched a beehive the other day on the streets rip a man to shreds. <laughs> Whoa. Like, Oh, he can't they see were, without and, his glasses. And I asked why. I was like, why are you doing that? Did they say something bad about Beyonce? And they were like, no, we were just hungry that day. Oh, you know, just, no. We were just hungry for a, and, and, and wanted a snack. So, yeah, I mean, these people. <laughs> I'm still laughing about Jackie's My Girl reference just now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see without his glasses. That's the beehive I'm talking about. No, just the ones out here buying a bunch of CDs. I don't know why I was weirdly offended by the vintage throwback of the fact that Beyonce is selling the album in a CD box set. And I was brutally angry at the person that wrote the article about said box set of Agreed. CDs. I felt the same Saying range, that this was not only vintage, but like, how 80s is this? Not what the 80s. What are you talking about? So Get your reference. Oh my God. Nothing makes me more angry than people ascribing to the 80s. It used to be people would ascribe to the 80s what was the 90s. Like a fucking 80s yeah. party in college was always actually a 90s party, you fuck. Yes. Right. No one was dressing right. like that in the 80s. But now right. we're over here ascribing the 2000s to the 80s. Well, Thanks, yes. Stranger Things. And now everybody who wasn't around for like all the fucking the idiot kids. No, you guys are brilliant. <laughs> no, I love great. you guys. You're so smart. And you're a lot more 
uh, you know, you're a lot more empath- empathetic than the, my generation. Oh, no, you're, I love oh, your you guys generation is arguably much better than our generation. Much. Oh, oh, yeah. Always but getting better. Yeah. <laughs> because of Stranger Things and, and uh, that stuff of its ilk, that we are now, uh, everything is the 80s, and it's ridiculous. And yes, the CD, guys... It was cassette tapes in the eighties. Yeah. We all know that. And by the and the other, my other favorite thing was like, uh, by the way, if you want to hear one of these sad dads, <laughs> does cheap CD players, and they were all like disc men. Yes, they weren't even CD players. They were all. I'm like, you're gonna get a disc man. You're like, why? <laughs> why? Why are you going How to you buy do that? Just a disc man that's going to skip as you walk. Yeah, and you can yeah. Listen don't to get it on di- your streaming. But platform. I love that she that the person called them CD players. It was like, by the way, I did some digging for you guys, and these are like some cheap CD players. Oh and it's like God. those aren't CD players. Yeah, it was the whole, I just got up in my fucking bullshit on that. But also, where's the vinyl, Beyonce? I just got into my vinyl again. I got my record player up and running. See, because that's what I understand. on the hunt for vinyl. That I get. Because, like, purchasing a vinyl and, like, having a vinyl collection, that is a different... It's a different mentality. And it sounds list. different. And it right. sounds different. Well, that's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you can argue, and that this is what I'm going for currently. Like, I want to hear these albums. Most recently, Lexi got me Folklore and Evermore and Vital for Father's Day. I want to hear these albums in, like, the best quality possible. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to invest in some really fancy headphones because I want to do that thing where I, like, sit in my comfy chair with my big, giant headphones and the, pull out the record. And you know what I mean? And such like a really dad like thing. T- You're really settling into dad. <laughs> such also, a dad. Yes, I'm sorry, Holden, so long. Happy first Father's yeah. Day. Aww. I mean, of course, I was in Nashville for almost all. I was only home for uh, like a half an hour of actual Father's <laughs> Day, but we celebrated the next day and it was great. You know, daddy feels good, daddy feels happy, and you can call daddy daddy anytime you want to call daddy daddy. Okay, Jackie? MJ, how do you feel about this? <laughs> I'm not going to be called <laughs> daddy. You, you can call me, me daddy. You want me to start calling you daddy about like Jackie and the daddies? Can I call like, you daddy MJ? Jackie you daddy. and the daddies, yeah. If we ever need to rebrand for any reason. Yeah, Jackie and the daddies. Yes, yeah, Jackie yeah. And the daddies. How about Jackie and like the dirty daddies? Sure. <laughs> yeah, but I want you guys to be like covered in mud, you know, but like puddle Ooh, of how mud, about this? How about Jackie better. and the Dad sluts. Ooh. Okay. How about about slut Jackie and the dad sluts? (laughs) (laughs) How about just Jackie's a a little overkill, but I'll go with it. Slutty slut bitch. (laughs) Yeah. How about just slutty slut sluttersons and the slut slutters? <laughs> I think we're just trying to be horny sluts over here. I don't think we're actually trying to be daddies anymore. I think we just want to be sort of fun sluts. I <laughs> so I'm excited for her new album, and I'm I think the merch. I'm excited for also for you to someday tell Winnie that you spent your first Father's Day holding in a Taylor Swift museum. Yes, that was the thing. I kind of felt well. Sometimes T Swift feels like my dad. You know I, what get I, mean? it, so I get it. I get it. It was kind of important to go to Mecca, is what I call it. You know what I mean? Um, but no, Mecca, no <laughs> you but... always pray towards the Taylor Swift Museum, <laughs> yes, like no matter where you are. And it, by the way, it's not the Taylor Swift Museum, and it's like not even close to a Taylor Swift Museum. What it is, is the it? Country Music Hall of Fame, and there's like four Taylor Swift things, and then like a million other country. Oh, things. I thought she had her whole. I thought she had a whole museum. I thought so, the no, way I it's because the way Holden was talking about it. Yeah, and I have to say, as somebody who was in person with Holden over the weekend. 
man. That t- we were literally backstage, like about to go on stage, and Holden was talking about his plans. This is Saturday night. He's talking about his plans yeah. for Sunday, and he yes. like looks wistfully into the middle distance, and he's like, "Yeah, tomorrow we're gonna go to the Taylor Swift exhibit." And like he was like, he went to another place every time he spoke about how excited he was to go to this museum. It was great. They had uh, like a weird replica of her tour bus, which was weird. If you saw that picture, and they weird. had yes. her dress from the me music video one of her dresses from that Did you get to and touch really, anything like, that she wore uh yeah it was uh she wore the um that newest video they just put out um i bet you still think about me that red dress and red guitar from that music video that was directed by her bestie what's her name fucking gossip girl whatever blake lively oh my god really? so how dare you yeah but they also had one from her like old school like speak now like a fearless kind of days. They had a dress and a guitar from that. And um, I just felt her essence. But they also had Shania's fucking leopard oh, I print. Know. Uh, yeah, they had that. They had a hee-haw exhibit, a little setup, which oh, what was What was it, for donkeys? All right, please. Hee-haw's a national treasure. Hee-haw is my first exposure to sketch comedy, technically. No, hee-haw's Watching it great. with my grandparents. Um, they had a Graham Parsons nudie suit. It's because it, it was great. like, it was um, like that's how what a donkey sounds like. All right. <laughs> I think that is probably how they got the fucking name for it, Jackie. I mean, I don't know, but either way, I was close to her essence, and I felt really good about that. So that's you're welcome. Awesome, and I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out to Nashville this weekend. I had a great time in Nashville, man. Yeah, a lot more moist in Nashville than I expected to be. I have not been that moist in a minute. And I'm not talking about sexually, but also I guess sexually. But a little bit. I meant more, um, I'm I've been dallying with the idea. I didn't buy it for this. Get hold on to your butts. You're about to hear the most like experimental, crazy thing of all time. Do you know they make perspirant for your face and that you might die if you use it because technically you're supposed to sweat but also technically you can put antiperspirant on your face i know it's i i sweat a lot and i was once um talking to somebody and complaining about it and they were like you're so lucky though because they have issues with exactly that with sweating and they like literally can't work out because it's so bad. Because like when you hold your shit in like that and you have to sweat that bad, it's like you have to go sit down and you get upset. So I, I don't do that, Jack. So don't put face antiperspirant on because no, but put bad. the anti shine tool on. Uh oh, Strix. Strix. Check out Strix. I may be a premium ambassador. To go to Strix. Whatever at checkout, you get fifteen <laughs> or who knows, maybe more percent off. Jackie fifteen. I think you only get. Five percent off. So get might want to use whatever at <laughs> checkout to Strix. get your Strix, Strix. products, which is very care. interesting. I love Strix, <laughs> and you should use my promo code. And not <laughs> so I love it. Also, Holden, every time you talk about it, you've knighted yourself further. Did you just say premium ambassador? That's what we are. That's what Silas told us we are. Is, I don't day. know. Is that is that true, Silas? Yes. I'm like, no, I am. Oh. The Queen's Knights <laughs> of Strix. Yes. He said premium ambassador. 
or we're special. We're extra special. I we're, think we're going to Saudi Arabia oh, next week. Oh, thank you. As premium Strix. ambassadors. Yeah, well, you're not allowed to go no. because of the whole oh, woman okay, thing. But well, I'm gonna fine. get to go. That's fine. I will say, um, <laughs> us doing our DILF Awards, our strict sponsored DILF Awards, which I did put up on the Patreon, was so much fun. And there's been so many talks of like TV daddies on the internet because it's man. We're hitting that time period, y'all. Middle of the summer, celebrities are on vacation. The celebrities are in hiding for the summer, which is why, of course, great time for Beyonce to drop this album. Great Mm -hmm. time for Al Pacino to finally, um, just this hot, hot news, guys, just came out. Al Pacino reveals the truth behind his Shrek phone case. Guess what it was? Guess guess what? Oh, this actually is important news. Tell us. His daughter gave it to him. So that's it. That's a whole article that we considered that. That (laughs) I you know what? Entire thing. He had no idea what was on his phone case. He literally goes, "My daughter gave me that." Yeah, but it just speaks (laughs) towards him being you know celebrities. It's just like that. But it just does speak towards him like not being like a stuck up. Whatever he, you know, and you can kind of see that in the way he just dresses when he's just like doing a casual event or something. Like I mean, that. have he's you seen like, Jack oh. and Jill, um, the movie of Adam Sandler? Yes, double take Adam Sandler, where he plays yes, him I and his twin sister, and Al Pacino is, is in it because it turns out also Al Pacino is kind of like down to clown. Yeah, apparently another trivia fact about him, he ha- uh, apparently he has not realized he was in the last five movies he's in. He just goes places <laughs> and they film him. Uh, they have to just What are you talking about? He's a Gucci! No, he's a, he's a Gucci! <laughs> Man, his performance in House of Gucci is like... Uh, yeah, it is like an Al Pacino impression. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that he said, I didn't even look at my phone case until social media told me what was on it. I took a look <laughs> and I said, that's Shrek, which <laughs> makes me think of something my father would do. I was oh, like, my oh, God. Yep, there it is. Imagine it's like not a nightmare, but imagine like the surprise of like having a nice picture of you go viral and everyone's just like pointing and laughing at you. And you're like, what? What? And then it's like, oh, it's because of the phone case your daughter gave you. I mean, that actually really is a celebrities. They're just like our clueless dads. They really yeah. are. Also, he had his first child um, when he was 50. So, you know, he started late. That's why I first was like, how old is this? Like, like, what was it? That was the kid trolling the dad? And um, I don't even know if, I think they literally like with your parents where sometimes you're like, why don't you have a f- phone case on? Okay, let me just... Oh, is this a phone case? I'll just put it on. Yeah, do not still, break the phone. It's tr- you're right. It does open up some more questions about why his daughter would get him a Shrek phone case. If is she an adult, then it's a real big question. If she's a kid, <laughs> then that also is a question because he's so old. So it is a satisfying resolution, but I'm not totally satisfied. I still want more information. Uh, less of a old man take than I saw MJ res- uh, retweet and respond to uh, this rain. Wilson take that we're all have to call it chest feeding now. Oh, they're going to make us call it chest feeding now. Can you believe it, MJ? Because you, MJ, and people like your I know, your it's all ilk. my fault. Fucking right, which I never <laughs> even said chest feeding when I was breastfeeding. To his credit, to his credit, he he very next day was like, I super fucked up. Oh, I he talked did? to a bunch of people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. He was like, I talked to a bunch of people, trans the trans community, and like I made a huge mistake with this. But I just love Wait, I so happened? agree with you. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> break it down for us. This is so. This is like the funny. This is such funny. Like, uh, like kind of. I guess anti-trans take. It's a grumpy yes. old man. Grumpy old, grumpy old transphobe on Twitter. Rain Wilson. I'm. I'm happy to hear that he apologized. Yeah, he, he did is apologize. Un. Uh, un. Canceled. Uncanceled. That's Whoa. fine. But uh, so he retweeted. Um, I. Th- I think it started with a retweet of like. Just like uh, this one hospital that has a policy that's like, ask the person who just gave birth, like if they like in. I don't. I don't even think it said ask. I think it just said like, be mindful that some people would rather have um, nursing or breastfeeding called chest feeding, depending on their gender identity, and that chest feeding is a term that has been being brought in more. Uh, to be more gender inclusive. Love it. This was. It was like a. And, and but because there's a incredible transphobic panic happening at, on all levels right now from the far right there it, it gets it got ginned up on twitter and was like hospitals won't even let you say breastfeeding anymore uh, yeah yeah and, oh, we gotta go they're forcing us to change it to they're, chest they're like, making us no all be trans no one's doing that. No do one anything. cares. It's breastfeeding. Yes. No and one Dwight Schrute is like, oh, dude, oh next thing you know, <laughs> I can't even call them breasts. And I, just, yeah. I retweeted I it. I was very mad. It's the new, it's the crazy, the war on war- words thing yes. that is so insane. As someone that's that has like, never had to do it, obviously, I kind of like the phrase chest feeding where it's like no my breasts for me are for me and for bit getting slapped around yeah. by my partner <laughs> you know my yeah. chest Sacks. is for the the making of the child and the making of the fatter of the babies uh, so right, I like right. I like this compartmentalization of the but I also am coming at it from a much different standpoint but I like the phrase chest feeding yeah you know it's yeah, just it's inclusive just- right like if yeah, they, if it's like if they want you to say that a, it's not a big deal. But b, like, who's doing that? Like five people? Yeah, right. That's like, the thing. Right. Maybe who's... one person in the hospital at any given time. And right, what I retweeted was like because <laughs> there's this whole. There's just again, there's so much like right wing panic about trans people right now. And there's this idea that like they're gonna take gender out of giving birth. And it's like giving birth is the most extremely gendered thing. Like you're literally t- ushered into the mother baby ward. Like they are yeah. not taking. You're not gonna. Yeah. No, you're not not allowed to be a woman. Anymore, if you give birth, me, like- I tried. I tried to have the baby. All right, I, I watched Junior. I watched Junior five times in a row, and in an still didn't to try to work. I thought you just still could get pregnant work. just by <laughs> watching the movie. Junior. I just I talked like Arnold Schwarzenegger for you know three weeks straight. Couldn't get. Couldn't I'll get pregnant. watch it. Him and his tiny ponies, and you're just like <laughs> it's a toba. It's a toba. It's a toba. I just kept running around screaming that at people. They're like, I don't know. I'm just the mailman. I don't care that it's a two. You know, I don't. Perhaps to Junior for forcing a bunch of parents in the '90s to have to explain where in the body a baby (laughs) comes out from. You know, because I definitely remember being like, "Well, what's so absurd about this?" My poor parents had to be like, "Well, I think this is the most absurd part." Although, you know, have a C-section, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's fine. Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I just wanted to bring that up. I just say, and also just celebrities. This goes, you know, Rowling's at the top of this, right? Oh, yeah. It's just like, why even get involved? Why even? I mean, I get it. You should be able to talk about whatever you want, whatever. But like, why even? Celebrities right now are like, you, you can't cancel me. I'll cancel myself first. You know, like, yeah. they're so <laughs> afraid like, of getting canceled. Ray what, what Wilson care. care about breastfeeding. Like, yeah, also, Rain, you're not cancelable to me because, like, you I just are don't not ca- entity. I don't care what you're t- taking. Yeah, you're just nothing when it comes then, to this. That's why you know I, I mean? I, half the time I don't know, it's like, who should I be upset with? Like, the fact that in, in part of the articles, I was getting increasingly more angry as I did more research over this week about how much, like, is it actual hate or is it fake social media hate? For yeah. promotion about the movie Lightyear, because yeah, every, explain yeah. this to me, every, please. So there is a same-sex kiss in the Disney Pixar movie Lightyear about the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, and every single celebrity gossip page is like, "But did you see? Everyone's upset because there's a same-sex kiss in Lightyear." Right. I'm just like, "But wait right. a second. But wait, are just four... Right, dumbasses right. upset or are like tons of people upset and you know I think at the end of the day with stuff like I'm that I'm sure there's some like, ugly people out there I'm not saying that yeah. there are not that are upset about it they're like I won't take my children to you know what my you can F can't. off they yeah I said it yeah who like, cares get, exactly. go screw I don't want to <laughs> the Toy Story you know, franchise anyway. is so dead to makes, me the minute it became gay yeah. and at the end of the day <laughs> right? like, Get At the end of the it. day, but that's what's funny. Like the Disney fucking app has a whole pride category on their streaming app right now of like pride themed uh, stuff that they carry on that service. And it's not you know even I mean? Buzz Lightyear who's who the kiss is between. It's between yeah. two female astronauts in it. Now I have not seen the movie yet, and apparently originally it is weird though when he sixty nines the uh, <laughs> well that I get it. when in the, space you know the slinky dog yeah, yeah that was weird there. spread the it loud dog, uh, spread by it the proud. way didn't even think about how great that would be for a sixty nining that slinky dog. yeah no it takes all the gra- uh, gravity out of it and then you're just like flop, flopping around everybody's holes are getting juicy and well. And then that's when, like Mercury, your wet will pop out right. of your holes and drift up and become metal robot people. But Disney Fuck yeah, fucking snowman, bro. <laughs> it all goes back to that. Cut the scene. And then because of all of the horrendous bullshit with the Florida's don't say gay legislation, Disney ended up adding the scene back in. So this has already been, that's why, you know, in the same way that I yelled about Morbius for so long. I've been hearing about Why this. Is Morbius coming because Why is Morbius, Morbius because this? Morbius is always there. It's Morbius like, is not a part of this conversation has been happening <laughs> for months. It's been what? months of it, and then the movie came out, and now the movie came out. So everyone's like, "But the scene, like this scene, has been been discussed for months on the celebrity." Well, gossip you sites. know what it is, man. I mean, at the end of the day, this is my thought towards it. I think we just we have to at th- at this point you have to come to expect this and it's the it's I call it the path to normalization. 
So just keep keep putting it in until it's just normal and it's just and, it's and we're so seeing annoying. the reaction. I think you're totally right, Holden. It's the path to normalization, right? And 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 there's been this rapid expansion of rights for LGBTQ people in the last uh, you know, decade or whatever. But yeah. now we're seeing this, you know, the reaction and the reaction like and so the reaction, I think to answer your question, Jackie, of like, is this fake or is this real? I think that it's so funny too, because right wing people will be like, the online, all the people online are tweeting at me about how I can't call it breastfeeding. And it's like What's actually happening, I think, uh, my understanding is that it's like a small, like, but vocal, you know, group of bigots with big platforms online, like Ben Shapiro and like libs of TikTok and all these places like that are like, and JK Rowling is a different thing. But like, you know, it's like, it's like some people with really big platforms have decided that they are going to decide that they're not homophobic, but trans people are taking it too far and what where that goes into the buzz light your thing is like also you're homophobic <laughs> like obviously you're, you are homophobic yes. you're saying it's all trans people's faults and you're cool with everything else but you're not because this thing mm-hmm. this buzz light your thing is a perfect example of that but it's like when you actually do polling on this it's like the majority of americans think that trans people should be able to ha- access health care yeah. the majority of americans think that trans people should be able to transition like it's fine like the majority of americans think that you should teach critical race theory and schools are all this th- it's like and that it should be called above the stomach feeding top feeding and so it's like the but but a small but you know very vocal very fascist like group of people who are very online uh are like creating are, are ginning up these these things and they're it's not all fake either because it's real you know people are storming drag queen story hours like there's real life violence happening. I don't even get me started on this fucking drag queen I know man. Queens, man I know and pissed. also politicians of course politicians so like would you watch a? What, can a clown, a person dressed as a clown, read a book to you, even if they go that night and do a comedy show where they tell dirty jokes? Are they allowed to read a story to your kids? Is it is it a filthy stand-up comedian, a known filthy stand-up comedian? By the way, I saw one bitching about this very thing on Twitter. Can you read a story to a group of kids without getting shit for it? Even though you go that night and say a bunch of racist, homophobic, disgusting shit on stage, you get to read a story to your kids. Can uh, someone dressed up as a princess. To me, a drag queen is a princess clown. That is what a fucking drag queen is, by the way. Not, not you know, not a hypersexualized. What you know what I mean? I love what you said, MJ, too, about how it's literally just like weirdly turns into like the oversexualization of women and like this weird way that we've yeah, like women. if if you, you know view I mean? a drag queen yeah, as so this bizarre. is I'm stealing this from a from a viral tweet but it's like if you view a drag queen as inherently sexual even when she's just sitting there reading a book then that is a problem with your relationship to femininity drag queens perform like exaggerated femininity if you think that is inherently sexual that is on you bruh yeah that is totally one of those weird fucking things where it's like um you know these girls at these schools should be wearing skirts down to their ankles if I see a knee on a girl my penis pops out of my pants it's like that's your problem dude yeah exactly I, you know this is fucking toilet I can't stop being turned on by all these drag queens in the library toilet flush Thursday over here but whatever I had to get it out because I'm so annoyed at that. Like, that's one of those things where a lot of times I'm like, well, there's some nuance here. I'm like, no, you have no idea what no. you're fucking talking about. You don't know anything about drag culture, obviously. Like, it, it just, it's it's so stupid. But anyways, 
I yeah, I'm, and I'm glad that I, I was wondering. I knew that there was a lot of uh, gay panic about Buzz Lightyear, and in my laziness to not look it up, I was just like, "Well, I'm just assuming Buzz Lightyear just kisses a bunch of guys." But apparently, it's not even that. I mean, I'll it's watch everything it. else. Yeah, exactly, I'd love right? to it's, watch it. It's everything else. It's a female protagonist in a right, Marvel movie. Right. I mean, it's just like you just. It's like whatever. Okay, keep bitching. We're just going to keep doing it, and it's going to be normal. And. Uh, you know, and it's literally, and my whole take on it too, if people are like, well, why do they have to do it in the first place? Well, it's like, because bro, I'm sick of seeing the same story about the same type of person over and over again, personally. I would like to see other types of stories because it's interesting because it's entertainment and I want to see different things. I don't want to just see the same looking person go through the same arc over and over and again. You know what I mean? And I want to see that fucking slinky dog <laughs> suck a yeah. dick. And yeah. if you don't want to let me do that, then fucking shut Pixar down. I'm moving on, <laughs> And bro. it's like, I've been watching a lot of children's media over the last few years. And it's so funny, too, because like Disney movies just have so much kissing in them. And it's fine. I'm fine with it. I'm not yeah. like not around my daughters. But it is weird because if you right. watch like a show now, nowadays that's made for like three-year-olds, there's no kissing in it because it's like, this is about monster trucks who race because like three-year-olds don't understand why you would need to kiss. <laughs> but like, if you watch a Disney movie from back in the day or now within like 20 minutes, there's romantic heterosexual kissing. And again, it's fine. Yeah. And the priest pops a boner <laughs> and Little Mermaid, and it's a whole situation. But we yeah, don't need to get into that. Castles. Speaking yeah, of penis, penis castles, castles, I just got excited because I saw a headline of, about Nick Cannon about how I thought it said his mother was trolling him on Father's Day, telling him to slow down. But no, it was some of the other mothers of his children that were telling him to slow down. But what I did not know is that on Father's Day, he had this huge party at a club and a bunch of bottle, I'm reading from the article, a bunch of bottle service girls brought out a big sign that was covered in balloons that just said, he don't pull out um, for his Father's Day celebration. And I <laughs> have just been sitting here looking at it being like, I just would love terrible. to start celebrating anyone who, who has a penis and has a child of he don't pull out he don't <laughs> can we can we jit up some moral sentiment. panic about Nick Cannon honestly because yeah that's what we need to I'm be concerned after. about children Jesus being at a father's Christ. day party with a big sign that says he don't pull out no he not from a moral point of view but just from a like embarrassing point of view nobody wants to see that sign about your dad good god <laughs> Four different women pregnant. There's no, there's no church. There's, I don't think, well, I, you know, there are you churches, know but, but. I really wish it was his mom. That I thought his mom was publicly trolling him. I just feel like I the was... morality of that is so much more insane than fucking chest feeding and fucking, uh, I don't even, I bet that same sex kiss is so like nothing too. It's just like. I don't and know. Even yeah, then, this matter? guy's and over what here. What we should really be upset about right now is the fact that Jennifer Aniston never ate the viral Jennifer Aniston salad. <laughs> and I have been lied to by TikTok over and over again. They said Was that she ate thing? the viral I'd... salad. I'd never heard of this before this. It's the TikTok. It's the damn, it's the damn TikToks. The TikToks right. are always talking about the viral Jennifer Aniston salad. It's the salad. She eat it every single day on Friends. Isn't it so crazy? This is how she stays so thin. It's all about the Jennifer Aniston salad. And then for her to say, I never ate that salad. It was just like, ah, ha, ha. I and liked I, her salad too. Her salad. Well, the chickpeas, they block you up. They block you. <laughs> I guess they block you up, but I also... 
Who gives? And it's I, my problem is that TikTok sometimes sucks me in to a to a void of content where I'm just like, is everybody talking about the Jennifer Aniston salad? Is everybody talking about how Jennifer Aniston eats a salad every day? <laughs> no! But it's just on my feed that I'm like, oh, everybody knows about the Jennifer Aniston salad. I can't be the only one that knows about the Jennifer Aniston salad. I do like, except for the egg whites, I do like her actual salad a lot more. Shredded lettuce, chicken, egg whites, a couple of garbanzo beans, bacon, and a basic Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yum, yum. Time me up. Yeah. Way better than this weird chickpea, you know. No, the other one sounds <laughs> great salad. too. It's got bulgur, it's got diced cucumbers, it's got parsley, mint, red onion, chickpeas, crumbled feta, and chopped pistachios. It's like a. I love feta, but I don't like the cat piss part. <laughs> I think that's unnecessary. Oh, I forgot we did. Yeah, you do got to squeeze at least three cats. <laughs> so it's three Dribblets. cats worth of urine that you yeah. have to dance on top. So you dance the cat around, make yeah, sure they're yeah. good and frothed, wring them <laughs> out, and get that juice out. Beautiful. She never ate the salad, and everybody needs to know. And I'm just so mad that it's you know, still being discussed. It's a perfect metaphor for the yeah. chest feeding yes. thing. Right. Yes. A bunch of panic about something that may or may not have even happened. Shoving this thing down your throat. This is definitely this algae. This is definitely what's going on. Yes. This is definitely the reality. And then being like, in a little interview, just being like, no one does that. What? what? No, that's it was not just a note. It I was just a little parenthetical. Dem- no hospital is demanding you <laughs> say chest feeding. Just, the they put you, you in the mother about? baby war. There's so much going on right now. Why do we have a moment to even think about making everyone t- say chest feeding? We're a hospital. <laughs> no, no, man. They bring you to the mother baby ward and they say, welcome, sir. And yeah. they give you a tie and they make you put yeah. on the tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've just given birth. You have a baby that you're nursing. The tie is a danger to the baby, but they make you wear it. Worth it. <laughs> it was great for I me, but everyone else around me was miserable. It's a great mental image. That's a good stand. That's kind of a good stand-up here, right? That's a great mental image. All right, should I get me into the? We got celebrity. Well, let's get off all this talk and politics. Everything. Let's talk about the celebrity conspiracy. Huh? Ooh, yeah, everybody loves it. Hit me with the share. Do you, Do you believe it? Are the Kardashians doomsday prepping evangelicals? Oh, I hope they are. This one comes in from Liv. Shout out to Liv. I'm going to give your TikTok and IG at the end for sure, by the way. But let's... uh Let's get into this because this one, this person actually put up their own TikToks about this theory and uh, it's pretty eye opening wow. stuff. Oh, I mean, I will okay. say all the, right, all the Wyoming stuff. It's got to be a part yeah. of this. That, it definitely a big part of it. I didn't know they were Hillsong people. Uh, Chris Pratt's crazy. Oh, oh yes. Thing. Oh, I didn't know yes. any of that. I didn't know they were technically evangelicals. I'm giving away everything <laughs> uh, up top. All right. Okay. This is from Liv. Okay. This one goes on a bit of a wild ride, but stick with me. Are the Kardashians doomsday prepping evangelicals? I know you were tired of talking about the Kardashians, but I think now that Kardashians are influencing elections, <laughs> we should be keeping up with them more than ever. Yeah, well, she didn't destroy the dress, Holden. Everyone <laughs> that everybody says, that everybody knows that she destroyed the Marilyn Monroe dress. And apparently, she says, she <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so. she annoyed my mess. Yeah. So there you go. I made a video about a week and a half ago pointing out that the Kardashians are doomsday preppers. Liv did, not me. Khloe Kardashian just moved next door to Kris Jenner, and they removed the property line, essentially making that a compound. Bum, bum, bum. And all of us have seen 
how they have been buying up property in the Hidden Hills area close to each other. They are essentially making compounds. On top of that, they are all have farms now where they are growing food. But it was the video of Khloe Kardashian's pantry that really made me realize that they are just stylized doomsday preppers. Khloe is a single mother with a toddler, but she has a pantry that could feed three <laughs> football teams. That's what got me thinking of them as preppers initially. Uh, so uh, she then linked the TikToks. Uh, here's a couple notes from those things. People don't talk that much. I already mentioned that people don't talk about it much. So the Kardashians are evangelicals and actually used to be a part of the Hillsong Church wow. that Chris Pratt is a part of that has like the L- anti-LGBT. The Gaines is too, right? Sentiments. Okay, aren't uh, Chip and JoJo in the same church as Chris Pratt? I don't Pat? know if they're specifically in the Hillsong okay, all right. Church. I'd take it Because I think that mm. that's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm okay. pretty sure. Have they ever sung a song on a hill? Oh, they <laughs> have. That's a clear yeah. indication. Oh, wait, go. I tell that you is, what. That is a clear indication of that. The pantry is absurd. I I saw a picture of it. You guys, if you can it's look, it's all up. color coordinate. Like it's all. Like, it's, it looks like inside of the most. It looks. Grocery it looks store. like the shining. <laughs> Uh, pantry. I will right? also say they do have like a team of people there at all times. Now I do wonder: is that pantry open? I mean, probably but it's not. But is that open? Uh, yeah, to all I'm going to say teams of people that are there. I think the other pantry for them is just outside of the beating room. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, can't get close. They have to the a beating, beating room. room for the help, and then they give them food after to heal. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so yeah, the pantry is absurd, and Liv refers to it hilariously as stylish doomsday prepping. One can draw a connection between also Kim K and Tammy Faye Baker. That is with their makeup lines, the weird rise to power, the whole all the all that stuff. I would love it. it if Kim K started dressing. Yeah, like Tammy that Faye. would be right. Great. That, now that's what I want to. They see. also had an episode in the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where they went to go look at underground bunkers. <laughs> So maybe everyone knew that they were doomsday preppers and I'm just catching up. They are using a church as a tax shelter, not paying people a fair wage, hoarding wealth, hoarding supplies, and influencing elections. I think it's pretty crucial that we not only keep an eye out on them, but call this kind of stuff out because it's weird. Yes. Kim has made comments before about tithing a percentage of her income to the church, but she doesn't disclose that that, that church is her mom's church, so the money probably comes back to her. There is also a whole Hillsong element to the Kardashians that no one really talks about and ties to Lou Taylor, who has her own church, put celebrities into conservatorships and has them tie the percentage of their income to her church. She did this with Britney Spears, having Britney pay almost $50,000 into her church while Britney was under a conservatorship. It almost feels like the Kardashians are setting themselves up to be the modern-day televangelists. I can't wait to hear what y'all think about both of these stories. So Chris Jenner helped found the California Community Church, which sits as a nonprofit charity that requires members to pay $1,000 a month and tithe 10% of their income as donations to the church. Whoa. Whoa. Pretty, pretty. This was one of those, like, sometimes we do really goofy, silly, obviously stupid ones. This is kind of one of those where I'm like, In terms of the pantry, I'm torn on this because I think on the one hand, it has just become like a normal aesthetic to have like a doomsday pantry, right? Yeah. Like like, thanks to the home edit, it's just like everybody's like my pantry. Maybe it's not only thanks to the home edit. but Also, I would say as someone that used to live as a, um, I used to work as a, 
essentially a home manager and working with rich people that like it was so much easier for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they gave me a sock at the end. It was fine. So (laughs) I think it was more of... um, and yeah, 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 yeah. that I could yeah, then yeah. see how much I needed and and that the more I had meant the less time I had, like the more time that I had to go restock everything whenever they would get low on something. So as someone that did work for a rich person's home, I could see that as just like easier for the staff to make sure that everything is maintained. Yeah. And like, yeah, I feel like it's sure. just, yeah, it's like, I just feel like everybody I follow on Instagram who has a nice house also has like a whole room devoted to like years and years. Yeah. Worth of food. Too much food. So like that part, you know, might be culty doomsday, like sovereignty people. I think it's, it's the, the church, church stuff. stuff and the searching for a underground yes, bunker yes. episode is yes. a little bizarre. The church thing uh, is that, like, what are those people? So, the, if you're, cl- Chris Jenner, start a fucking free church. Pay people to come. Like, you know, like, what are you taking people's money for? Bitch, you got so much money. But this also didn't, again, bring up the 4,500-acre ranch that they have in Wyoming. Now, if you want to get to a place that is off the grid, where um, a lot of people will not be able to find you, it is certainly going to Mm -hmm. Wyoming. You know, and you could almost see like a reality in which, you know, Kanye was initially supposed to lead that Mm -hmm. charge a lot more, but then kind of went AWOL on their plans. Yes. And so they dropped him and now like Pete is being groomed into whatever they want, you know? And, And, you know, if I was a celebrity, like part of me can understand the idea of wanting to have a place in the wilderness where no one can find you oh you know? yeah. yeah i mean i want that and i'm not a celebrity so i get the, right. like the draw to have some a place to retreat to where nobody knows your name <laughs> and i think that i get i mean i get that for them and especially like with wyoming if you've got a private jet yeah get a 4500 acre lot in Wyoming because you can just make your own airstrip and fly there whenever you fucking want. It's not inconvenient whatsoever. I get the idea of it. Honestly, what scares me the most is the church thing. And the the Chris Jenner church, that's what creeps me out. Like even like the preppers thing, as someone that's like a life prepper, (laughs) I completely get it. But the church thing is very scary. There and was also recently an interview with Kim Kardashian. They were like, what's your favorite meal to eat in the nighttime? And she just went, man. Then she went, I mean, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Man, man, I was like, you, want, you just eat mayonnaise? Yeah, no, it's creamy. So before I forget, shout outs to Liv. Uh, their TikTok is at Chef Liv Vasquez. Uh, Chef Liv Vasquez and uh, Instagram is at Livy Smalls. If you want, get on that TikTok. There's a lot more there uh, for you when it comes to this conspiracy. And thank you so much for sending this in. Wow, whatever. It's over now. No, now it's over. But first, it's time for the list. Who's on the list? Bang, bang. Gotta have that list. I'm in a a fucking canyon of doomsday bunker myself (laughs) right now. By the way, kind of love Apologies. We can't really record this the other time. This is like such a crazy week coming off of Nashville. So if you're hearing a lot of slamming noises, um, no, MJ is not stuck in some sort of saw like scenario or some in in a. a terrifying no. basement where they've got to like cut their legs off to get out or whatever. It's just they're it's working on the boiler. Thing. It's not even my doomsday though. bunker. Although I would love a pantry that was prepared for the apocalypse. I would love it. 
Yes, or oh, a fuck, yeah. fuck bunker, bunker would be great. Like, I would take right? either. That's, of course yeah. I want one of those. It's a funker, <laughs> by the way. Oh, you're right. You're right. But first, 15 amazingly dumb cases of censorship. This I chose nice. because of the light year hubbub. There's things on this list that I had no idea, but sadly make a lot of sense. Spider-Man has to be contractually straight. <laughs> Spider-Man is contractually obligated to be a straight White man. <laughs> Andrew Garfield got in hot water once for suggesting in an interview that Peter Parker could maybe be bisexual. Well, the white man part is interesting too because, because there was the whole the campaign to get, yeah, to get, um, what's his name to do it? Our, used to be our friend in New York. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, which I would watch the hell out of. Childish Gambino, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I... That's just such a disturbing thing in a clause. Like he has to be dumb. white and straight. It's so this dumb. is America, huh? The song? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, that's why like this list, as I was reading, was like, this is the list we're choosing. Because I was just <laughs> getting more and more mad. Like Tweety Bird, Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird was originally pink and featherless, but he eventually was given yellow feathers because censors objected to a naked yeah, bird. Yeah, can't see a bird's ass. Well, I don't want to be sitting there with a bunch of kids watching, you know, Tweety Bird cartoon and get all hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you That'd do. That'd be weird. When you see that pink, naked little bird, featherless <laughs> bird, man, do my downstairs jaws start yapping. But they don't. Don't worry. But how would you feel if maybe you were watching Sailor Moon that because mm -hmm. in Sailor Moon's English dub, they covered the lesbian lovers Sailor Uranus <laughs> and Sailor Neptune as cousins. We talked about this on the Wizard of the Bruiser episode on Sailor Moon, uh, which was a fantastic time. We actually had Jake's fiance, uh, Marie, join us for that, which was awesome. And uh, this is a great example of like how uh, in other countries, it's been normalized for a really fucking long time, y'all. When did Sailor Moon come out in Japan, right. bro? Yeah, dog. In the fucking 80s? Yeah, dog. And it was an open lesbian couple in the fucking show? They're cousins, <laughs> please. And we're all sitting around the States in 2022 freaking <laughs> out about a same-sex couple and a thing, like having an innocent kiss. I mean, it's... And honestly, it relates you know I mean? to the it Tweety Bird to, to the idea that like you're going to be scandalized by like a naked bird. Like, what are you even talking about? No, right. we don't yeah. fuck birds. Humans about? don't fuck birds. How are you going to be turned on by a naked bird? Right. And how is a kid going to see two people kissing of any gender and be like, ah! ah! No, well, the, the other thing, I mean, well, that, I mean, whatever. It goes back to the drag queen thing too. The, the argument is like, we're grooming children to like, God forbid, think it's okay to dress like a woman. And, yes. and uh, you know, it's just so funny. You know? But I, man, I, what a missed opportunity so for Toby Maguire and James Franco to kiss if that hadn't been in the clause uh, that they couldn't. Because uh, I would watch it. Uh, oh, I would watch it. I would certainly watch it. And this is a surprising one. Castlevania. Now, I am familiar with Castlevania, mostly just because um, I've known Marcus for so long. <laughs> Castlevania. Nintendo of America had a no religious symbols policy. So when the Castlevania series made it to the US, all Christian crosses were removed from a game about vampires. <laughs> so yeah, this is um, a very common thing with video game dubbing uh, to America, again, from Japan and how things are culturally different. There's a lot of like demons and like Christian symbolism and stuff used in ways that aren't like, um, Positive. you know, 
stuck very uh that, that are just not like sacred in uh, the, in the way that like things are treated in in gotcha. the states right it's just yeah, it's it's uh, this happens a lot with these sorts of things, especially like it's so funny with like old Nintendo games specifically, which is hilarious because it's the most innocent, you know, th- one of the most innocent properties like Nintendo. Uh, but it's just a difference in culture completely. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wicknuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last Well, that's why I wonder if these things are going to change over time. Like the fact that the creators of Harley Quinn cartoon were informed by DC that heroes don't do that. And by that, they mean giving oral sex. Their rationale, it's hard to sell a toy if Batman is going down on someone. <laughs> what do I you mean? I forgot about that. So Harley Quinn's the, the like adult animated show on HBO. Right. It's very fun. It's very dirty. It's, it's like it's great. And then yeah, it's they had but they and there's so many filthy things that happen in that show, so it's so funny that they were like this is where they drew the line like orally pleasing a woman. That <laughs> is so... too far. That's disgusting, Holden. Don't you see the difference? Yeah. Yuck. It's yeah, it's so funny. But uh, you know, we're getting there. I think, I mean, that's the fun thing, though, is we're getting there, you know? I mean, that's all I can Slowly say. But surely, you just but keep... at least you're not getting there by masturbating in the DC universe like they wanted to have in Sandman by Neil Gaiman. And the reaction was, people do not masturbate in the DC universe. His reaction was that that, that explains a lot about the DC universe. <laughs> so the pumped up uh, universe, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, Desire, the character Desire in Sandman was one of the first representations of a trans person, of a non-binary Dude, Sandman. Person. So how do you feel about the Sandman uh, series that's coming out? Have you looked at it at all? I'm I'm definitely interested. I haven't Skeptical. looked at like, the feedback loop on it, and I kind of avoid that anyway. So I'll, I'll definitely check it out because I love Sandman. It's a fantastic series. I love Sandman. If they can adapt it well, then I'm into it. It's going to be hard to adapt. It's one of those very much like this is a comic book story. Like that's what's one of the great things. Like I love any piece of media that's like this could only mm. be a video game. This could only mm. be a comic book. Like makes the case for that. And I feel like Sandman does that a lot. And um, uh, but still, I think it'll be cool to see. But uh, yeah, I, I loved that. Um, that desire portrayal was like really impactful Amazing. for me. And again, just shows that representation. You know, and I read that book in college and that was still like whoa this is a character that I cannot is undefined you know not since it's Pat have I uh, viewed a character true Pat really Pat Pat walked so that the rest of us could run I loved it Pat when when it's Pat falls down it 
my nuts, my nuts. And then just, they, they've got a bunch of peanuts nuts. in their pocket. That's a lot of fun. Huh? But uh, yeah, Desire oh, is one of the endless. Hold up? I doubt does it. Do you think that it holds up? I, t- I, I think the whole it, point was that everyone... Julia Sweeney so much and like that voice is so funny. Yeah, you know, and- that's a good question to think back on it because I don't like that it's, was out like at a time that I was like very visibly ambiguously gendered and I definitely was like, I understand this, but I'm not sure if I'm the <laughs> butt of the ch- if it's if this is I would love to see it's Pat. I'm sure somebody will tell me why, uh give me specific examples of why this could never happen. But I would love to see it's Pat as like the trans yeah. like, the piece, like trans. <laughs> <laughs> Reboot. So funny. But yeah, if you don't know anything about Sandman, like there's kind of these, the gods of that book are um, like, they're called the endless and it's like depression, desire, delirium. If you dig the kind of things that I like usually, please yeah. read the Sandman. It's so fucking good. Desire's like heavily influenced by like David Bowie and like a lot of kind of um, non-binary-ish icons from like 70s glam and stuff like that. And like they're just they're just gorgeous and completely like free of gender at the same time. And it's a really cool character. Yeah. And last but not least, this is a great one. Um, I did not know this, that uh, Donald and the Bomb. In a 1947 comic, Donald Duck tries to build an atom bomb. It wasn't the WMD that made censors (laughs) flip out. It was the fact that Donald sold a hair tonic after his attempts caused everyone in town to go bald. So it was the hair tonic that was the problem, not just a duck trying to build an atom bomb. And it's things like that when you think about censorship. And what's because like, obviously they're trying to I'm, I'm going to assume that that means that you can't sell fake tonics and or give an idea that there might be a fix for baldness. In or was it future. that was it that the <laughs> bomb, the depiction of the bomb was OK, but the indication that the bomb could have like catastrophic after effects. Was that the part that was not Maybe. OK? Right. Like, I don't yes. Wow. What a. Fucking like you could show the right? explosion, but don't show like people suffering afterwards. You know, yes, yeah. which, all the skinless did... people that would be wandering around with skin falling off their bodies. <laughs> and Donald, oh, yeah, go Donald Threads Duck, walking around trying to sell a tonic to all the melting people. Oh, Man, Threads is still one of the I think most upsetting things I've ever seen. Anyway, that is a 1984 um, TV movie about the horror. Oh, Gideon of war. talks about this movie, the the one that scared everybody. Oh my god, MJ. scared everybody about nuclear Woo! holocaust. Right. I watched it during the pandemic for the first time, and I tell you what, like in the beginning of the pandemic, what a mo- I had actual <laughs> nightmares from that movie, and um, that's saying something but that's my yeah. list for y'all there you go perfect uh love it love it and now, now leave I it leave it is that what you're about to do? are you drawing you want me to leave it, my family and now i think it. that i am going live items oh, we can't see them all right here we go here's some fucking blinds for your fucking asses all right I don't want to hear any lip <laughs> from either of you, by the way, during any of this. Oh, no. How about, how about thumping? Oh, right. Are Boiler you okay with hearing like a cavernous thumping? thumping? Boiler thumping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear someone being beaten to death in your basement, MJ. But I don't want to hear, uh, do you want to play a game, MJ? Uh, uh, it sounds like we should go to the basement. All right, here we <laughs> no! go. Yeah, if you get this blind incorrect, you have to cut your <laughs> arm off. No, thread. 
heads. This A-list actress slash director just bought herself a six-figure engagement ring. Bought herself. Director. My immediately thought was Jennifer Lopez, but I don't think that she is considered a director. No. No. Bought herself an engagement ring. Angelina Jolie? She... She came up recently in a news story. She was on stage when something weird happened. Oh, Olivia Munn. I thought, isn't Olivia? Olivia Wilde. Oh, I got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I was like, White shit, blends. did I get it wrong? Munn's the word. Uh, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Harry Olivia Styles. Wilde. Both beautiful, beautiful human beings. They were recently spotted in North London kissing and making out. Uh-oh. So isn't that interesting? <laughs> uh, yeah, but the blinds kind of thing. But what do you think? maybe she just bought hitched? herself a... A ring? Yeah. Well, I think it's insinuating like they're kind of in a fake thing, but you know, as well. I think that you just think that his genitals are Wait, who are we talking who who is she with now? (laughs) I think Harry Harry Styles Styles is literally I think Harry Styles is literally a Ken doll. I think if you look down there, it's just a plastic (laughs) lump where a penis should be. That's what I think. It's like a cod piece. You're like, what's under that cod piece? Like, no, these are my genitals. You know, yeah, like, no, what? I could see, no, I could see it. I you know, and Ken had like a ridge. Ken, it wasn't all flat. Ken had like a yeah, like oh, a right, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a ridge. There's a bump there. Yeah, and you can rub up on it and fucking bust all over the place. Like Ryan yeah, Gosling. Sure. I was gonna say we Barbie haven't even talked about Ryan Gosling as Ken, man. Yes, please. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yes, please. Yeah. So you guys excited about this uh, Barbie movie? The only thing I know about is everyone's incensed that that Barbie girl song from the 2000s is, is not, not yeah, in that it. Is a yes, I'm but at the same it. time, I'm like, it's, but it's okay. They don't, the song doesn't have to be, what What world are we living in? Everyone's just like, no, the <laughs> movie has to have this thing in it because we're the internet and we have to, I just we like demand Margot it. Robbie. Yes. I think Margot Robbie is She's really fucking, fucking cool. Great. I love her. I love her as Harley Quinn. I as Tanya Harding. So. Oh, yeah. You know, the other cool thing about her uh, is I, I have it firsthand from Henry working on Wolf of Wall Street. Nice as shit. Nice. Incredibly friendly. Completely humble. Actually, yeah. just like is very, like knows what she has and is very nice to everyone. Like they were kind of, they, they weren't like buddies, but like they definitely hit it off like had a couple That's nice like nice. hangs like a little bit yeah he's a good good person apparently this recently married musician was flirting slash hitting on a redhead this week at an <gasps> event that's it? You just got fucking... That's, you got, you got to give us a little bit more than that. What kind Recently of married. He's got a redhead. Recently married. <laughs> what kind of... He moves his... When he plays music, he moves his arms a lot. That's the type of music oh, he plays. Oh, he's an arm dancer, eh? Yes, he's an arm recently dancer. Recently married. Recently married uh, arm dancer. He might dancer. be in MJ's basement. He what? might be in MJ's basement. Uh, is that a clue? Banging on the walls? Yeah, a little bit. Like because he's dancing. Who on just the got scene? married? Lionel Who's, who had the big Britney wedding Spears recently? Britney Spears. <laughs> no, before that one. Oh, 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 we, like, oh the Kardashian we wedding. To. Travis Barker. Oh, oh Travis he's drumming Barker. in the basement. <laughs> oh, yes, he's I, drumming oh, in the basement. He's going to say something about neck tattoos, but it's like, why did I just tell you the <laughs> name of the guy at that point? <laughs> and what redhead? <laughs> just some redhead? I don't know, man. Fucking red. <laughs> he just and he was just like, "You ever seen a snowman?" You know. Yo, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it into water, and then yeah. turn that water into wine. Oh, what a manager Never fucks. That is Harry never Styles, fucks. not Travis never Barker. Fucks. He never has sex. Uh, please, someone send me the someone write into page seven podcast at gmail.com and give me the story you know about him having sex with anyone. <laughs> I just want to see it. 
I want to see it. Have you had okay. sex with Harry Styles? Your question is, have you or someone you know? Or do you, you know, know someone? Or have you or seen his you, he is a, sounds like that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you seen, is it a ridge mount, plastic yeah. ridge mount? Is that what we're dealing <laughs> with? Just let me know, okay? I'll believe it when I see it. And by that, I mean his dick, okay? So I want to be assaulted in that way. Very I want scared. To, I want him very to flash me his penis. And, uh, anyways. The foreign-born supergroup is taking a break. When they return, most of the members will have been replaced. <gasps> this is actually, I'm surprised. I'm almost a little disappointed in you, Jackie, for not including this in the news stories this week. Ooh, big news! Boy group, boy group, but not from here. Boy group that is probably the most popular boy group. Um, oh, BDS, BTS. Currently, I always yes. say BD. BTS, the Cape Boycott Divestation. BDSM, yes, BDSM, the boy group. I thought they were on like a BDSM. Yeah, they just announced, but they announced like a open-ended hiatus to allow them to pursue solo projects. But they have promised to come back together at some point to make more music. They've been together for nine years, but it's kind of nuts. BTS is arguably the like one of the biggest groups in music period right now. The the fandom is fierce, not as fierce as Beyonce's fandom because Beyonce's fandom, let's just let's face it, they're the scariest, right? But they're almost as fierce as that, right? They're like. Sasha almost fierce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where are you seeing that they're being replaced? That's the blind is that when they return. Oh, because that's what you said that I was when you were like, I'm surprised you didn't include it. I was like, it's literally nowhere. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Just the part where they announced a hiatus because it's a huge deal. Oh, oh, I guess they've been saying that for a while, though. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know. I only I knew that like, through my nibbling. It's like literally uh, right. the only way I knew was that because they're probably gonna, they were upset. And I mean, Blackpink's kind of my favorite group out of K-pop right now is Blackpink. And I mean, they've kind of been doing the same, like doing a solo thing. I think that's kind of the way of a lot of groups is they get hugely popular and then they all start to like put out their own solo album or whatever. Mm. But still... BTS is like no other K-pop group has broken into the global market like BTS. You like also it is certainly like sing to Espa if you haven't yet. I think that's how you pronounce Espa? it. A E S P A. Um yeah. Espa is also really great. And PU is really good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 they're stinky. stinky. Very stinky. They're they really are. stinky to what like if you see them in concert, like bring some kind of nose. <laughs> but yeah, they're really PU. good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. I can see again, oh! and I see, I see hell, I see hell and misery. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I if with all the clanking that's been happening by MJ, we might already be there, and I am scared of it. Welcome back to the land of the seeing, Holden. Yeah, and don't worry, we get it. I'm sorry about the clanking. Don't write in and be like, "Do you know the clanking?" Do you know I'm like, "I know the clanking." No. <laughs> You won't do that, but my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow us on page 7 LPN on TikTok. Come live in my misery of TikTok and come hang out with us over on Tuesdays and Sundays over on Twitch.tv forward slash. Oh no, it's Jackie. I'm scared of TikTok because I've become obsessed with it. I'm but just I said, I see hell and misery. We're talking about the clanking. You're talking about how TikTok's misery. MJ, can you. Are you done with the promos yet, Jackie? I'm all done. I'm all MJ, done. MJ, can you give us give us something to smile about with your promo? All right. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I actually have something to give you to smile about, MJ, because someone named Sierra, and I just want to say thank you so much. Wanted you to know that they do have porch frogs. Remember, like last live week we frogs will eat porch flies. Yes, that hang out on their porch that are just their free range. 
toads, but the toads come hang out on the porch every night, and Sierra considers them part of their yes. family. So, um, and sent pictures of the toads on Aww. their front porch. So I just wanted to say that. I mean, isn't that great that there there are porch frogs? That does out there. make me smile, and um, I'll give you something to smile about. I'm MJK Elcat. I'm scared <laughs> of you now. I'm MJK Elcat on Instagram, and I'm about to go get my children vaccinated, and I will be posting yes. pictures of their little band aids on their little arms and their fat little thighs. I don't know whether Zelda gets it in the arm or the thigh. The babies get it in their fat little thighs. Anyway, they're getting vaccinated, no! and it's going to be really cute and sweet and exciting, and I'm smiling. <laughs> Check me out, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators. So Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams, unbelievable premium ambassadors. So that's pretty fun. Premium. And then Queen's uh, Nights, so Jackie's Whatever, Browski. check out, which is interesting <laughs> that it's a better Jackie deal 15. that you get with people, whatever, <laughs> check out. And also, uh, I don't know, I'm a gal about the town. What else do I usually promote? Twitch. Oh, uh, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast, page seven podcast at Gmail. Please send in those celebrity conspiracy theories. Thank you again, Liv. Y'all make my world go round. And hey, remember, don't do drugs unless... You're feeling it that night. <laughs> great, great sentiment. But prepare thyselves for the shout out. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're going to read it out to you. Come on. Oh, yes, 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 it's the shout-outs. And if you want to send in a shout-out, you can hit me up at page7podcasts at gmail.com. That is page7podcasts, seven the number, at gmail.com, because we've got a handful of self-shout-outs today, and y'all know that I love a self-motherfucking shout-out, because you deserve it, and thank you so much for sending it in to me. We have to celebrate each other, as well as celebrate ourselves. I'm starting it off with Jenny. I just want to say thank you so much for your self shout out. Jenny says, last year I actually wrote into you in early July after a bad motorcycle accident I had on June 27th. I totally remember that. Well, we are coming up on the one year anniversary of the accident and I have to give myself a little love. In my motorcycle accident last year, I was left with many injuries. Some I'm still dealing with. Some will be with me forever. And I was couch-bound and unable to move without a walker or scooter. I was in a boot for several months. Being stuck inside during summer is not great for mental health. And on top of that, the person I was in the accident with and I became a couple. And then he broke up with me the week of my birthday. Boo! I was feeling so many things, which I later found out were signs of PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And had no idea how to handle it all. It all came to a point where I cried from the time I woke up until I fell asleep and got to a very dark and suicidal place. But something Marcus Parks always says stuck with me. Mental health isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility. And I started reaching out for help. Yes, Judy! So I started therapy, leaned on my friends and family even more, listened to healing podcasts, did things that made me laugh, like listening to page seven, and got the tools needed to heal. Once I did that, things really started happening for me. I put myself out there. I was going on Bumble dates with a boot on and found someone who I knew on day one was my 
person. I'm so in love. I got promoted to a new job where I'm thriving. I'm walking and have started more intensive exercise again. Hot girl summer, let's fucking go. I'm a huge nerd and a little awkward with ending things, so I'll naturally end my self-shout out with a Harry Potter book quote. Happiness can be found in the darkest of times if one simply remembers to turn on the light. Thank you so much, Jenny, for sharing this with us. And oh, I'm just going to, I can't start crying already in the first self. Shout out. So much love to you, Jenny. I'm so proud of you for taking care of your shit. Now I move on to oh, another beautiful self. Shout out, Adam. This made my heart sing. Adam says, hey, y'all, you know that saying, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life? Oh, I know this rewrite. Well, it turns out it's slightly misspelled. It should read, do what you love and you'll work every single fucking day. Take everything super fucking personally and probably have extreme anxiety. <laughs> Maniacal laughing is what is written down there. And you couldn't be more correct. I'm obsessed with what I do. I'm the happiest I've ever been and yet obsessed with maintaining and doing it because we love it so much. I completely understand. Adam continues on in saying, I run a fabrication shop with my sweet lady. She's better than me in every way where we make glass objects for artists and designers, which is cool as shit. Something like a ghostwriter, but for visual artists. I've been doing this for over 20 years in some form or another, but running my own shop, Second Best Studio, for about three years now, and I do indeed love it. Check out Second Best Studio. His shit is fucking awesome. For the most part, we get to work with the most delightful weirdos and make some truly bizarre shit. But every once in a while, you get a real tube sock of a client who makes you question why antifreeze is sweet if you're not supposed to drink it. Love that line. Usually it's some dildo who thinks they're a big deal, and most often they are just a really big dildo. Well, recently we had a client who, without a doubt, the absolute king of the knob sacks. Basically, this crooked turd pipe hires me to be an expert that attempts to micromanage everything, every fucking thing I do via email, insists I do things that won't work because of simple physics, throws a shit fit when I point that out, contacts me on weekends and late at night, and when we do it their way and it inevitably fails, guess whose fault it is? Certainly not fucking Glenn's fault. Fuck you, fucking Glenn. And yes, it smells like weed in here. It's a Monday through Sunday, Glenn. <laughs> Name change to not out an absolute twat waffle. Anyways, despite the pandemic, we've been lucky enough to do pretty all right. So I'm here thinking, why should I stand around and let lunch meat condescend to me like I'm the one missing a fucking chromosome when all I'd really rather be doing is making fun art for my favorite podcasters and podcast network. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Ooh. And just like that, it finally clicked. I shouldn't. And Fuck this. And so, for the first time in my career, I had the self-respect and enough rage courage to tell a client to go right ahead, fuck directly off, eat an entire bag of shit, and once you pay your bill, we can formally conclude our business relationship, which he will not, so we'll take a tax write-off as bad debt. Not gonna lie, this was literally the most fulfilling interaction I've ever had with a client, even if it was just an email and I was way, 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 way more polite than I'm making it sound. <laughs> Adam, I completely understand because it's sticking up for yourself and it's creating the boundaries that you needed to create for you and for your business and for you and your sweet, 
sweet lady. So Adam says, so anyway, I guess this is a shout out to me for finally sticking up for myself and setting some professional boundaries. And also a big, big, big shout out to anyone making a living, being creative and making the world a purposefully weirder place. If you find yourself dealing with a client who insists on acting a cunt and refuses to pull the stick out of their cloaca, please, please, please cut them off as soon as you're financially able. Also really impressive and important point of that, that you were able to do this at this time. So thank you so much for including that, Adam. Look out for your own damn self. Take a weekend to have a wank and just to like sit and really be sitting. Love yourself. Your feet deserve it. All the love, Adam. And all of my love goes out to you and your sweet lady. And please look up Second Best Studio. They make some amazing work there. And oh, Hunty Boy, it's so nice to hear from you. I'm so sorry we could not meet. Hunty Boy from our Twitch community says, I wanted to write in a shout out for y'all, specifically for the amazing time in Nashville this weekend. For the Holdenators and Jackpack, thank y'all for planning a big meetup for everyone, which we didn't do. That was all Dottie Champagne. Thank you so much. It was so special to get to hang out and hug these friends that I thought would always live on the internet. It was such a heartwarming experience to see everyone's fave light up when each new person showed up. The love of this group was so big and so wonderful to be a part of. I cannot wait till we can explore the next city as a swarm. And finally, for Jackie Holden and MJ, thank y'all for not only putting on an amazing show, but also for being the reason this group of weirdos lovingly found each other. You all facilitate a community and space every week that is so open, loving, and genuine. It's clear as a listener that those things are important to y'all personally in your friendship to each other. And the fact that you're also willing to be vulnerable and true to yourselves has done so much much for the folks that listen. You're all incredible people doing incredible things from Holden showing that cis men can and should own their emotions, Jackie finding the light and laughter and passion in life, and MJ being so intelligent and calm with wanting to educate folks on social issues. All of you, of course, do so much more than that, but I hope y'all take a moment to acknowledge the amazing community you've built and continue to grow just by being your amazing selves. Thank you for everything you've given us these past years, and if you can't love yourself... How the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen in here? And I love you, hunty boy. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I really, really appreciate your words and you taking the time to send that in because we do love our community so much. It's part of the reason why I do this every week, even though I get emails with people telling me not to do it anymore. And the thing is that I don't really give a fuck. This is what I want to do. And it's my show at the end of the day. And I love our community and I love you guys so much. And thank you so much for always sending in shout outs. And in learning to write down and appreciate yourself is different than even just saying it aloud or acknowledging it inside of your head. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. Now, I'm going to continue on with beautiful John. John writes in, says, I'm a relatively new listener, but I've binged most of the episodes in the past year, and y'all have helped me through a pretty rough patch in my life. My grandma was battling through dementia while bedridden this past year, and sadly, her body couldn't handle it anymore, and she passed away not even three hours before the jamboree due to her body shutting down completely. This was one of the saddest days I've had, but seeing y'all in the 
rest of the LPN family was able to clear my mind and help me cope with my loss instead of me going home and stewing in depression. You guys are amazing and I love all of you. Thank you so much for all the laughs and mental relief. And the same goes right back to you, John. We need you guys. And I really appreciate you taking the time to write in. And I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm happy that at least for a couple of hours, three and a half hours, my God, it was a long show. Um, you really able to at least shut that part off. But I commend you for taking the time not only to write in, but to come out to the show even when you were feeling like that. All of my love goes out to you, and I'm so sorry for your loss. And I also want to say thank you to Emma, who also wrote in about a loss of hers. First, this is what Emma says. I just wanted to say thank you to all three of you for bringing so much joy to so many people. I'm a chemotherapy oncology nurse. Oh my God, you are doing the Lord's work. And a year and a half ago, my baby cousin was diagnosed with stage four cancer at 21 years old. My coworkers and I treated him at my hospital and he was universally loved by everyone who met him. We grew so much closer over the time he was being treated. I was always bothering him to make sure he was feeling okay. He was always calling me to tell me not to worry. We celebrated our engagements, my COVID wedding, his graduation. Last night, I got the phone call I'd been dreading since his diagnosis. He passed suddenly and unexpectedly. We all thought we had more time. Between the guilt I feel of not doing enough to just soul-crushing sadness, I couldn't sleep last night. My husband suggested that I put my headphones in and listen to something to help calm me down. I put on last week's episode of Page 7, and for the first time since getting the news, I smiled and I laughed, and I felt not so alone. It didn't take the hurt away, but that little bit of joy meant more to me in that moment than I can ever express. Daniel called me yesterday to tell me he passed his boards and was going to start work in two weeks. Six hours later, he was gone from this world. The kid went through chemotherapy, knowing he had limited time on this earth, and still graduated college with honors, got engaged to the love of his life, and brought so much kindness and happiness to the world. In conclusion, fuck cancer, and thank you guys for being the light I needed in my darkest moment. I'm a huge fan of all the shows on the LPN Network, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this community. All my love, Emma, and also all my love goes out to you, Emma, as well. Thank you for sharing this. And again, same as John, I know that we can't take it away, but y'all just letting us smile through you through these dark times. I want you to know that it means more to me than anything. Thank you so much for sharing your stories and thank you all for taking the time to write in to page seven podcast at gmail.com. I love y'all and I love our community and I can never stop saying that because it will never stop being true. We wouldn't be here without you. Love y'all. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.